us into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat. Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, your favorite moms hangout. I am your host, Allison Nick, and here we talk about all of the highs and lows of life after baby. You will receive your full postpartum advantage that includes mom's tips on faith, mental care, relationships, and more. We are postpartum's advantage. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Now, let's start the show. Hey, mom friends. So we are in the second to last week of the four moms series. So if you haven't listened to any of the. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can't... Oh, my God. I can't do nothing. Nothing at all. <coughs> so if you haven't listened to um, any of the series, go back and definitely listen to them. Again, we're talking about everything from finances to um now on this one, we're talking about health and body confidence, everything that a first time mom needs to be aware of and know going into motherhood. Um, but this week, like I said, we are talking to um, a nutritionist about body confidence and nutrition. Um, I did have Mr. Jesse. This one was not recorded pre um, Jesse. This is post Jesse. So PJ. <laughs> um, so he is, um, he was involved in the recording with us. So you may hear some little oohs and ahs, his little cooings, um, in the background. So I apologize for that. Um, but him is here and, um, but I really do hope that you guys enjoy this episode. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Okay. Hey guys. So we are in um, another part of our first time mom series. And today we're talking about everything with body confidence and health after having baby. Um, I know this is a pretty big topic for mostly all of us moms because we deal with um, body confidence. We deal with stereotypes um, from social media. We deal um, with just even eating correctly because we all know during pregnancy from certain cravings, like, I don't know how many vegetables I ate <laughs> during pregnancy. It wasn't too many, <laughs> but I'm trying to do better. Okay. Post baby. All right. But, um, I have a wonderful lady here. Um, she happens to be my cousin <laughs> and, um, not only is she just uh, an amazing person, but she um, is also a nutritionist. So we're going to talk about all things, body confidence and nutrition, but welcome my cousin, Melissa to the show. Hi, love. Hi. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is such a blessing to oh. be a part of your platform. Thank you. Thank you for coming on y'all. She's been super patient with me because I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to have you on the show. And then, you know, Jesse came early. <laughs> it's I was okay. like, give me a second. We're going to record this. <laughs> but, yes, well, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Melissa Randall. Um, like Allison said, I am a nutritionist. I work for the Women, Infant, and Children Program of Texas. 
Um, so I am focused on all things pregnancy, breastfeeding, and postpartum, and all children up to the age of five. Um, I love what I do. I love being in the public health setting. I love supporting my moms, uh, both in the practice and outside of the practice as well. Um, I have my degree in nutrition, and I have been working in this field for the past nine years. Great girl. So she's extremely knowledgeable. And she is also a wife and a mommy of two beautiful girls, beautiful and very independent. Yes. <laughs> Don't leave out independent. <laughs> Very independent little girls. So, yes. But um, I wanted to talk about, so like I was, like we had mentioned the body confidence part, there is a lot of talk around snapping back mm -hmm. after having a baby and being like this hot, sexy mama physically. But I want us to really talk about being like a hot, sexy mama mentally. So can you tell us maybe a little bit about your um, body confidence story and how nutrition really helped you to turn all of that around? Yes, most definitely. So when I was pregnant um, with London, my oldest, mm -hmm. I was on social media a lot. So during my pregnancy, I had this vision that I was going to be super slim after pregnancy <laughs> i was gonna snatch back quickly because it was just gonna happen it was just <laughs> gonna happen like i knew nothing about what was changing on the inside of my body i was unaware and so i just automatically assumed once i dropped the baby that i was going to be snatched that was it and that did not happen child so um and just a long story short with my birth story I ended up having to have a cesarean section. So um, it didn't work out like I thought it was going to at yeah. all. Um, if anybody is familiar with C-sections, your muscles change. Um, they do not just snatch back like you would want them to. Everything yes. is um, disproportionate on the inside. It takes longer for your healing. And you are left with a cute little pouch <laughs> <laughs> there you go so, a little pouch. <laughs> and so coming home from the hospital it was really hard for me to grasp the fact that my body didn't snatch back mm -hmm. but something that made me feel better was how i nourished myself mm -hmm. i yeah. love smoothies i absolutely love smoothies <laughs> um I felt better when I had fruits and vegetables in my body versus um, eating a lot of fast food. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything is great in moderation. Yeah. I still like to have my Chick-fil-A, but then I also balance it out with having a balanced meal. And um, I know it's hard when you get home, you, you're going back and forth with having an appetite, not having an appetite. You may have help at home. You may not have help at home. Doing what's easy sometimes. Right. So yeah. sometimes it's just more convenient. Let's do DoorDash yeah. or let's go through a drive-thru. Yeah. But I really felt at my best when I just, even when I didn't have a really good appetite, I depended on smoothies. I could jam-pack them with fruits, vegetables. I was getting plenty of nutrients. Mm. Um, unfortunately, my breastfeeding journey um, didn't go as I planned. Mm -hmm. So I formula fed both of my daughters. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
even though I wasn't able to breastfeed, I still just wanted to make myself feel better. And I stayed off of social media. Yeah. Um, while my body was healing and um, my pediatrician always gave me great advice about how I felt um, as a mother. And so she would always tell me at the baby's checkups, you know, um, don't worry about what other people look like on social media because your birth story and your body is different from everybody else's. So don't compare yourself to what you see. Everybody's journey is different. And so that really resonated with me. And so I think once I grasped that advice from her, it stuck with me. And then I started not to feel as bad um, about not being able to snatch back as quickly as others. And so that is something that I also talk to my moms with in the practice, especially my first time moms, because I think if I would have had that advice, like during my pregnancy or before I got pregnant, I think I probably would have looked at things a little differently and I wouldn't have been so hard on myself. Yeah, I think that that is especially, um, like you were saying, kind of talking about that even before you have the baby, because mm-hmm. I also with my first, I was on social media a lot. Um, I luckily, in a sense, kind of did um, snap back <laughs> in a sense. But as I got into more pregnancies, second in, and even this one, it was kind of just like, ooh, ooh, all right. <laughs> A little bit more work, a little more effort has to be put in than just with the first one. And sometimes with your first one, it doesn't, like you were saying, doesn't go as planned as what you have envisioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I remember with Gemma, it was just like, like you said, I had a nice little, nice little, little pouch, Petunia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Petunia was there, girl. And it was just like, ooh, but something that, um, and this was in one of the episodes I did before, I'll have to put it in um, the show notes, but I had some guests come on there and they're, they're a Christian, um, like a sex therapy podcast. So it's mm-hmm. wives talking about like sex and your marriage and stuff like that. And one of the things that they gave me, which I was remembering during this pregnancy was like a gratitude, like gratitude your body. Mm. So thank you, hips, for doing this. Thank you, thighs, for doing this. And I appreciate my body so much more. Granted, it's not, I I want it to look um, different, you know, and I'll be working on that after my postpartum check. But I was just more grateful Mm -hmm. for my body. And I feel like that's a big thing, too. Being grateful for this. Being grateful for all these stretch marks. And, baby, get you somebody that's going to kiss your stretch marks, okay? Because hubby is a very important <laughs> in this recovery time. He's like, we went to the pool this weekend. He was like, girl, show it all. And I was like, look, I'm not. <laughs> You're like, I'm not uh, that confident to show it all off. But he, I, I did I did take my little uh, cover up off for a bit. So I was like, okay, baby, thank you for that confidence. <laughs> See, got to get you one. That lo- get loves you it one all. that loves it all and appreciates it all. So how can we maintain um, this positive mentality after baby, after our body has changed. Um, what let me say, like, what certain foods 
okay. can help us to achieve certain goals. Yes, most definitely. So really real fast, just to piggyback off what you said with the gratitude, mm -hmm. I learned more of the gratitude aspect with my second pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, you learned so much after the first, you one. know, you just like, <laughs> you're, you're more grateful for all that your body is doing yeah. during pregnancy and afterwards. And then when you're holding your little one, you're like, Oh my gosh, my body did this. Did this. Okay. And so like All with my second one, I was like more on the gratitude aspect. I was like, you know what? Like, Lord, thank you. Yeah. For yeah. allowing my body to do what you created it to do. Yeah. And so that was super exciting. Yeah. Um, with the food side of it, um, the biggest thing for me and for anybody who I would tell um, decrease your amount of like fried fatty foods, mm -hmm. fast foods, yeah. because as we kind of know, even outside of pregnancy, a lot of that tends to drain us True. Um, of energy. And so it doesn't supply a whole lot of energy. Um, and so um, with a balanced meal, you know, if we're doing three meals a day, with snacks in between, we want to make sure those are wholesome foods as mm -hmm. much as possible. Mm -hmm. So you want to get a good variety of fruits, vegetables, protein, um, whole grain foods. Mm -hmm. And this is also super helpful um, whether you're nursing, whether you're not nursing, um, if you're having any discomforts mm -hmm. after you chat. have the baby like constipation yes, talk about or <laughs> or gas or bloating um you just want to keep a good variety of foods in your diet okay okay when you said the, the whole foods as well having that as well yeah and whenever she says constipation look so obviously, like I said, my cousin is a nutritionist. And so coming home from the hospital, that's probably one of the biggest things that you have to, like one of the biggest milestones <laughs> right. that you have to get over is yes. going number two. And um, for me, it was very difficult those two weeks after having him. I was probably using the bathroom every four days going number two. And I was just like, look, this is not normal. <laughs> this can't work. And so I did reach out to her in regards to like, what are certain foods that we can have that helps you get over that to get you more regular? Because that, like I said, that's probably the biggest thing, whether you've had a cesarean or a vaginal birth, that is the biggest thing because your mm -hmm. muscles are all out of whack. They tell you to take like, you know, Miralax and all these stool softeners, please definitely do it. Okay. Cause that's the worst thing is trying to strain after having a baby for your regularity. Yes. <laughs> so yes. in regards to that, are there any other fruits or vegetables or just regular, are there any other foods that um, they should be, we should be eating to get us back regular? Yes, most definitely. So um, yeah, doctors are really big on like do all these supplements, but on the food side, that's where you want to get your ease and your relief from. So you want to focus on like low sugar fruits, um, fruits that don't have a lot of sugar in them. So you have like blackberries, you have raspberries, um, apples, eat the skin because the skin contains that fiber that's going to help to move some stuff around and to make it a little bit easier um, for the bowels to pass. Um, you want to focus on uh, your whole grain foods. So not eating a lot of white breads or white pasta. You want to have 
uh, bread and pasta and rice that's uh, particularly high in whole wheat. Yeah. Um, you don't want it uh, processed. Um, what else? A oldie but a goodie is prunes in pears. <laughs> it sounds a little old school, but it works. Um, you can do olive oil, you can do flaxseed oil, you can also have, um, apricots, you can have sauerkraut. Sauerkraut is actually, um, a good, a good food to have that has probiotics in it and is also anti-inflammatory. Now, the smell and the taste is not as favorable. Maybe a little bit particular per person. Yeah, it's not as favorable as eating strawberries or blackberries. Right, but exactly. you could do a spoonful once a day, um, and it actually has some really great benefits to it. Um, what else did I miss? Um, I said strawberries, yeah. yeah. Um, and just like regular roughage? Yeah, oh yeah, and any other regular roughage. So... Everybody's body is kind of different. Um, uh, spinach, kale, um, your mixed greens mm -hmm. and a salad are really good for you. Um, some people can tolerate broccoli okay. Some people cannot. If that's not your thing, you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. um, but it also kind of helps to relieve the extra gas and bloating. Um Cabbage tends to have the opposite effect, and sometimes it can give you more gas or more bloating. Yes, or and even to your if you're nursing, and if you're nursing, so cabbage and broccoli. I have learned that. Yes, <laughs> can definitely make your baby gassy. <laughs> yes, it can. And um, on the dairy side, to help relieve constipation, you can do like kefir, yeah. or you can do not like the yo play yogurt. You want a yogurt. That is a like a Greek yogurt, yeah, like a Greek or a natural yogurt, mm. or even like a yogurt um, that has like probiotics in it. Ooh, okay, probiotics are are essential. I've definitely been learning that as well. Yes, so, so probiotics, you probiotics in, um, and you can even take a probiotic supplement too. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes that will help mm -hmm. help move some stuff around um, in your digestive system as well. Yeah. I was telling um, Melissa that before we started recording that my constipation was just getting really getting on my nerves. So I ended up going to Sprouts and I got some magnesium tablets that helped to draw water into my digestive system and help me kind of just flush everything out, if you will. Um, <laughs> and I had to take it for a few days. So I hated that I had to use other supplements. I was really trying to go with just, you know, Miralax and um diet changes but um yeah i had to get some relief and it was really bothering me <laughs> yes and so um if you do have to go to other products you know definitely just research do what you need to do um in regards and if you are breastfeeding always ask you know if you're going to buy something is this good for if i'm breastfeeding literally you have to ask that all the time whenever i go to the doctor get medication i have to ask all the time because people don't think about it nor do they think to ask you, are you breastfeeding? This medication may not be good for you. Right. So always do that as well. Um, I feel like we talked about this, but I just want to really ask the question. Can you really tell us the importance of nutrition during pregnancy and after? Yes, most definitely. Um, during, well, let's back up a little bit. So before pregnancy, 
if you're in that childbearing age, um, it's really important that you're already kind of preparing your body for pregnancy. So if you're in that stage where you're like, I, I'm thinking that I might have a baby, you know, me and my husband or whatever, if you want to have children whenever in the future, it's good to start preparing your body for it now. The baby takes all of your nutrients, mm -hmm. everything. It depletes you. And so you want to make sure that your body is um, sufficient in amount of nutrients and vitamins that it needs to help support baby during pregnancy. So the most important nutrients, all of them are important, but the, the most important common ones that we normally hear about, um, your calcium, okay. your iron, mm -hmm. your folate or folic acid, as mm -hmm. it may be listed on your prenatal vitamin, vitamin D, zinc, magnesium, and even chromium. And so all of these nutrients are super important um, in supporting um, the health and the development of the baby. Um, of course, as well as your B vitamins, your vitamin C, those are all important also. But these are like the, the, the big hitters because these nutrients during pregnancy help to prevent um, those neural tube defects. They help mm -hmm. to prevent anemia. They help to um, support your bones and um, help to support the bone and the growth development of the baby inside the womb. And so, of course, your prenatal vitamins are important mm -hmm. if you prefer. I was going to ask, is all, are all those things you listed already in our prenatal vitamins? So vitamin? a lot of those, yes, they're okay. already listed in your prenatal vitamins. Um, of course, you get your protein from other sources. Yes. But everything is li is listed in your prenatal vitamin. But um, you want to focus on trying to get it from your food as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And so um, that is why it's really important even pre-pregnancy to kind of plan for during pregnancy so that mm -hmm. way your body is sufficient with everything because we know that once we get pregnant baby starts pulling everything yeah baby is like i'm taking care of myself <laughs> so i'm gonna pull from you whatever i need so you want to make parasites. sure yes you want to make sure you're sufficient in everything and so that's why it's so important to um stay nourished and hydrated i don't even know if i've mentioned water at all since we've been talking but water is so important during your pregnancy and after, after. pregnancy especially back to the constipation issue you want to stay hydrated mm -hmm. um and Definitely. and so um those nutrients are really really important and like i said i normally tell my moms if you could focus on three meals a day with one to two snacks in between, you're gonna get everything that you need. And you don't have to eat like these huge uh, Sunday dinner, quote unquote, meals at each meal. It yeah. may be small, frequent meals throughout the day to help you get through, to keep you energized, because those types of foods are gonna fuel you with that energy that you need during Ooh. pregnancy and after you have the baby. Yeah. I think that's good. That's good. So kind of closing out, what is a good confidence tip that we can give our first time moms um, just in going through this phase after having baby 
what is a good confidence tip we can give our first-time moms so kind of like what i said um in the beginning um stay off social media <laughs> That's something my doctor told me. Stay off social media. Yeah. But, um, no, so, um, focus on nourishing yourself. And it sounds like, oh, that's, I eat every day. But, like, really focus on nourishing yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's going to help to nourish the baby. I think we always tend to put our babies first. Mm -hmm. And so in this aspect, we want to put ourselves first. Like it's, it's a necessity. Like we have to put ourselves first. So that way we can be the best version for our baby that we're carrying in the womb. And then even after, once the baby is delivered, um, definitely self-talk. Give yourself some positive self-talk. Mm -hmm. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. It goes back to the gratitude thing um, that we that we discover um, on this journey of life. Mm -hmm. And so just being grateful for what your body has created, what your body has done, um, what God has allowed our bodies to do. And don't be so hard on yourself give yourself grace give yourself some grace grace that's my, <laughs> that's my favorite quote like to myself mm -hmm. i tell myself that like okay melissa give yourself some grace like it's okay yeah it's okay yeah and um so something so again the we are we are moms that have, that have had multiple pregnancies telling you as a first time mom that there are going to be some things you go to that are not planned. Um, your body may not look the way that it looked before. Mm -hmm. um, things are going to change, but I think the appreciation, giving yourself grace are huge and sitting on social media because most of the people that you see, they're like snatching back or whatever. They're probably like athletes mm -hmm. that train for eight, 10 hours a day. And that's all they do. So their body is conditioned to a certain lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But if you're just a regular person going through life, if you're just a regular person going through life and just, you know, we work out maybe an hour a day, if you can do it five times a week, if you're an extreme person, then first off, kudos to you. But <laughs> you're not yes. one of these athletes and stuff that are out here just doing things. So um, just understand that things are going to change but your gratitude and how you feel about yourself internally um should never change yes should never never change um and so that is huge but i think also setting some type of goal i have realized this coming into the third um, postpartum season mm -hmm. um for the third time is what i mean um setting a certain type of goal so like i want to get back working out um i've told y'all before i love kickboxing and boxing but like my workout goal it's like have knees like Megan. <laughs> knees like Megan. Because I ain't never, okay, even in high school, I, I busted up my knee in high school. Let's just remember this. <laughs> Running track and cross country. I busted up my knee in high school. So I really ain't been able to drop it low and bring it back up. That's but a good goal. That's a good goal. I want some knees like Megan. I want to have knees like Megan. So <laughs> I want to, so I know I'm like, that's going to build core strength. <laughs> that's going to build um, squatting strength with my legs and everything. So that is my goal. <laughs> we get new knees. We get new knees. Okay. 
okay and which means i'm gonna have to take certain type of supplements like glucosamines and fish oils and stuff like that to really you know lubricate yeah, <laughs> my you have to lubricate conditioning knees <laughs> condition these knees so i can have knees like megan but that's my goal y'all so for real <laughs> but that's really good though i think if i would have known that advice before mm-hmm. becoming a mom like you know, set set some goals. Mm-hmm. I think I probably some fun goals. Like yes. make it a fun. Don't be like I'm trying to get back to my size four. But child, yeah, I oh, promise and that's you. something I I should really touch on that. So don't focus on so much like your calories, your weight loss. Like don't focus on that in the beginning mm-hmm. because when you start to focus on that, then it will start to consume you. It will lead to some other mental exhaustion on top Mm. of the physical exhaustion that you're already experiencing. And then you tend to be even more harder on yourself. You're like, I got to lose 25 pounds by the time my baby is two months old. And that's not a Mm -hmm. realistic, friendly goal. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not good advice. Like, I don't like to hear... People tell like, oh, girl, you need to lose about 10 pounds and, you know, you'll be back to yourself. Like, sis, my whole body just like went through an entire transformation. I had Mm -hmm. to get cut (laughs) and my my organs are not going to just go back to the same position. They are not. So like when I'm working with moms, I like to help them create goals that are like what Allison said that are fun so like what is you know I'll ask my mom so what is something you would like to do for yourself Mm -hmm. like in the next three to six months Mm -hmm. and it might be something as simple like I want to register for school I want to breastfeed for a week I want to drink a smoothie once a day whatever it may be yeah but when moms start talking about numbers and losing 50 pounds and 40 pounds, 40 pounds, uh, in three months, I, I politely, (laughs) I'm very, very gentle with my moms. I love moms. And so I'm very gentle, but I'm just like, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't want you to get in that rut of where it starts to consume you. Oh yeah. And then it will. It'll be like a mental load on you because then you start to look at yourself differently. Oh, I haven't lost my 30 pounds. Yes. Um, I've, I've failed at this. Yes. And then you start to feel mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't, I didn't, you know, accomplish this. I'm a failure. Yeah. No. And then that leads to more negative thoughts, thoughts mm-hmm. about yourself. It will. And, and you're missing out on, you know, everything that you're learning as a mom, the mommy manual that you're building mentally. Um, and all this experience mm-hmm. and um, lessons and growth instruction that you're experiencing as a mom, as a woman versus this weight you lost. And I know we said stay off social media, but I saw this on social media. And I thought it was really good to say, like, the weight that you gained, it took you nine months to gain it. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you nine months, if not maybe more, to, to take it off. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, and that's true. And these people be lying on social media, okay? They're doing these four months after, baby. It's like, mm. Two weeks after baby. Mm, but is it really? We don't know you. <laughs> okay, listen. We don't know you. Was it two weeks, Barbara? Mm. 
Okay, girl. <laughs> I'm going to show you my two weeks. Let me show you my two weeks, okay? I'm going to show you all of my... Because now... I definitely took pictures of my stretch marks, all right? <laughs> I'm going to show you my two years postpartum <laughs> with baby number two. Exactly, exactly. So don't, like, don't focus on numbers, but just focus on feeling good internally. I think that's the best body confidence tip that we're probably yes. giving that's right, that's right the now. best i wish i would have been given that advice exactly yes. as a first-time mom hence oh. this series come on ladies yes like, i wish i would have been given <laughs> that advice and then um you know even with your food goals like i don't want moms to focus on going keto and doing all these fad Diet diets oh, don't gosh. do that after don't do it during pregnancy because a lot of them are not safe for you because it cuts out a lot of nutrients that you need Mm -hmm. and that your baby needs. But definitely don't focus on that when you are home with a newborn. Don't focus on that. Focus on small steps, like something that really helped me. Like I said, I love smoothies. I am a smoothie person. Mm -hmm. I will have a smoothie for breakfast. I will have one for a snack. I will have one after lunch. I will have one before bed. And that is something that just... It made me, it makes, it still makes me feel good. It made me feel good then. It makes me feel good now. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a ton of nutrients. I can one, I can drink it with one hand. I can walk around and rock the baby around the house. Um, even now with having a almost four year old and a two year old. Mm-hmm. Smoothies are my friend. <laughs> They're okay. my friend. Okay. And so it's like, if I don't accomplish anything else in the day, I feel good because I've had me a good smoothie. <laughs> With some good nutrients in it. With you, some and good nutrients good. in it. And um and I just try to make like my meals small and balanced. But don't focus on these fat diets. Just focus on um just feeling good on the inside. Yeah. Just definitely. focus on that. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, cousin, for coming on the show. Yes, <laughs> And for sharing all this great knowledge and wealth with us. Um, is there any, do you want to put out anything for, regarding social media for people to contact you? Or? Well, yeah, you can always follow me. Um, I am on Instagram at Brandon's underscore rib. And I'm on Facebook as Melissa Randall. So you're more than welcome to follow me. Um, I should definitely start posting more stuff about <laughs> loving my moms and babies. It's normally just my kids on my page. <laughs> Normal mom stuff. Okay? Just Normal all, mom stuff. All of our kiddos just up there with this. <laughs> Normal mom stuff. And so I should definitely, um, when I got invited to come and do this podcast, it really had me thinking. I was like, I should really post like um, like more stuff for my moms Ooh. and babies. Because I love, I love moms and babies. <laughs> So I should start posting more stuff. Yes. Well, thank you again. And y'all stay tuned. We have, I think, one more week, one or two more weeks. Um, so um, of our first time mom series, like I said, don't forget to invite one of your moms, send it to them, um, tell them about it, and then follow us on Instagram at The Calling FM and at 4 Moms Podcast. Talk to y'all again next week. Bye.